your mic up? Yeah. Looks like your microphone three. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy. Yeah, what's up? Water. You want some water? Yeah. There's no water in there. <laughs> There's no water in there. Do you want me to run up and go get some water? Yeah. Are you going to keep the people entertained while I go up there? Yeah. So can you make sure you talk? Yeah. Okay. Maybe say your ABCs or talk about whatever you want. Yeah. Just make sure you're down here talking. Okay? Just keep talking. Hello. Maybe you get some water, Daddy. Oh. Maybe you get some water, Daddy. Hi, Daddy. There you go, boss. Did you keep the people entertained? Yeah. What, what did you talk to him about? Um, Daddy. What did you talk to them about Daddy about? Um, what they want a water bottle. Oh, did Daddy go get your water bottle? Yeah. Was that a good drink of water that you just had? Yeah. Yeah, was it really tasty? Oh, another one right there. One right there. There's one what? There's one playroom. There's one right there. One what? Pizza? Play-Doh? This? Yeah. This is for screws. Yeah. This is to screw screws into drywall. So you have to put this little plug in it first. And then you screw the screw into there. Yeah. Because if you just screw a screw in, the screw's going to be loose in the drywall. Yeah. Yeah. Let's put it right there. Yeah, let's put it right there. So what do you want to talk about on the podcast? Oh, um, mommy. You want to talk about mommy? Yeah. What about mommy? Um, my, I talk about mommy at work. Mommy's at work? Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a fun day with mommy today? Yeah. What did you and mommy do? Yeah. Um, at work. You went to work? Yeah. I think mommy went to work. Did you guys build a fort? Yeah. You did? Did you build it or did mommy build it? I built it. She did? Yeah. Did you count to ten at all? Yeah. Do you know how to count to ten? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Can you show me? Yeah. Down. You want the microphone down? Yeah. You want it right there? They, they turn it down. Down day. Turn it down? They. You need it turned down in your headphones? Yeah. Oh. How's that? Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. Better? Louder. Louder? Yeah. How's that? Louder. How about right there? Yeah. Good? Yeah. Okay. So, can you count to ten? Yeah. You can? Yeah. What do you start with? Um, and in and yeah. Oh, what was that? Um, just that's my water bottle. That's your water bottle. Yeah. Oh, cool. 
So what else did you and Mommy do today? I played. You made a slide? Yeah. And did you go down the slide? Yeah. Right there. You made a slide right there? Yeah. What is that that you're pointing at? Is it a couch? Louder. You want me to talk louder or you want your headphones louder? Louder. What, what do you want that's louder? Can you not hear? Hi. Hi. I'm not here. You can't hear? Yeah. How about now? Hi. Hi. I'm not here. You can hear now? Not here. What are you what are you learning in school right now? Um, um, uh, Anything cool? Um Are you learning about animals? Yeah. What kind of animals? Um if it's what was that? Hmm? Elephants. No, no, no. Elephants are pretty cool, aren't they? Turn you down. I'm not gonna turn mine down, or I'm not gonna turn mine sideways like yours. Yeah. Yours is like that because it's because you're small. I'm small. Yeah, and dad's dad's big, so dad can fit up here and talk like this. Yeah. One day you're gonna be big just like dad. Yeah. And then you'll be able to sit in this chair and talk like this. Yeah. And maybe we'll still be doing the podcast. Ooh. Did you hear that? Yeah. Did that hurt? Yeah. Do you want to take those off? Yeah. Does that feel better? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. You want them on? Yeah. How does that feel? Good. Good? On. On? Ah, you can take them off. There you go. Now you want it back on? I'm going to go myself. Where's that? I'm going to go. Here. Okay, go like that. There you go. Kind of look like a DJ. Do you know what a DJ is? I play with Play-Doh. You want to play with Play-Doh? Me too. And Daddy open it. You want Daddy to open it? Yeah. And I get it out Oh, we just turned it. Oh, look at that. Yeah. That's a new way to wear the headphones. Yeah. That's the cool way to wear the headphones. Is that how all the cool kids are wearing the headphones? Look at that. What are you going to make the Play-Doh? With yeah. the Play-Doh? I'll make a dinosaur. You're going to make a dinosaur? Daddy. You want Daddy to make a dinosaur? Yeah. Um, I could try. I'd probably be better at making dinosaur poop or something. Something really easy. I, I could can, make a snake. I need to way high. Huh? I need to get uh, I don't want you to fall off that chair. I can't. 
Kneeling. Yeah, kneeling's okay. Can I say not okay? You got a bit of a cough there, bud. Yeah. 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 You feeling all right? It's a snake. Yeah, it's a snake. It's a slithery snake. It's slithery. I want it. Well done. It's not done. Should we give it some eyes? Hold on. Use the pencil. Look. One eye. Two eyes. And then should we give it a mouth? Yeah. Give it. Oh yeah, a little mouth there. Boom. Boom. And then should we give it like a racing stripe down the back? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a fast snake. What's the snake's name? Does the snake have a name? Should we name the snake together? Yeah. What do you wanna What do you wanna name it? Uh, um, uh, um, dinosaur. You wanna name the snake dinosaur? Yeah. Okay, I'm down. It's kind of a cool name for a snake. Are you picking your nose? Yeah. You, you pick your nose a lot, don't you? Uh, I get all crusties out. You gotta get all the crusties out? Yeah. You know, if you took more baths, baths really help with getting the crusties out. And showers? Yeah. They really help with getting the crusties out. I, I pick them out. Yeah, picking them out can irritate your nose because you're touching your nose a lot. And it can wear down that skin and irritate it a little bit. That's a snake. Look at that. That's a that's the back. That's the back of the snake. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this snake. Look at this piece falling out. Oh, the snake. He. That's that's him just shedding his rattler. Did you know that snakes do that? They can shed their tails. He's like. I think it's when they're in danger. Could be wrong though. Alligator dinosaur. But rattlesnakes are really dangerous. If you're ever in the desert and you hear something going, yeah, stay away because that thing is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, that thing. I mean, couldn't beat up daddy, but he could do some damage on a human. Yeah. Mommy got stung by a scorpion when we were in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, that was when you were just under one years old. Yeah. This little snake. Yeah. It's poisonous. It's poisonous. You want an alligator? Yeah. Mmm. Alligator is going to be really tough. But... You can certainly I make try. Blaze, I make Blaze too. You what? Make Blaze on water. You want to make Blaze? Yeah. How are we going to make Blaze? 
Now you can make Blaze by yourself. I can make Blaze by myself. Blaze, is Blaze a dump truck? Yeah. Or what kind of truck is Blaze? Are you sure he's a dump truck? Yeah. Yeah? I make Blazer. You want me to make you a dump truck? Yeah. All right, let's see. We're gonna flatten the Play-Doh out. It's not gonna be the most 3D dump truck, but will be a dump truck. All right, so we'll just go boom, across, down. Uh, we'll just do add-on wheels here. Ooh, it's gonna be tough. Oh, the snake You had the snake. Oh, well. Looks like you mushed up the snake. Oh, I'm making I'm make a snake again. You want me to make a snake again? Yeah. All right, there's the dump truck. And then make a snake. Here. All right. A dump truck. While I'm making the snake, you want to play with the dump truck? Look at that big lord. That's a big, it's a big load. So that's a wheel. That's a wheel? You're right. That's a dump truck. That is a dump truck. Where the wheels go? Where'd the wheels go? They might have fallen off. That's a train. That's a train. Chuck a chuck a choo choo out of the wood. And it does a train going. Cool. It's a dump truck and and a train. And I made that dump truck a lady down. <laughs> Should we make a short snake this time? Oh, look at this. Ah. Here, we'll make the snake a little bit shorter this time. Give it eyes. Give it, should we give it a little tongue? Yeah. We'll get him a tongue sticking out like. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, you don't want to get eaten by that snake. Look at this snake. Cool, huh? Wait a minute. It's all gone. The plane's all gone. We're gonna add a little bit of texture to this guy. Look at the plane's all gone. Play-Doh's all gone? Yeah. There's some Play-Doh in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. It's for me. There's your other snake. Uh-oh. How's that? Good. Good? Yeah. Can I see it? Bada bing, bada boom. That's a snake. That is a snake. That's a... That's a... That's a... Yeah, yeah. 
Should we shut her down and go in the night? Yeah. Okay. Say I love you. Love you all. Thanks for listening. Driving through town, just my boy and me, with a happy meal in his booster seat. Knowing that he couldn't have the toy till his nuggets were gone. A green traffic light turned straight to red. I hid my brakes and mumbled under my breath. His fries went a flying and his orange drink covered his lap. Well, in my four year old said a four letter word. It started with S, and I was concerned. So I said, Son, now where'd you learn to talk like that? He said, I've been watching you, Dad. Can you hear yourself? Uh, yes. I can nice. hear myself. You want to hear a cool story? A quick story. Cool story. A cool about story. your granddaughter? About my granddaughter? Yeah. <laughs> sure. So last night we were at some friend's house, and they have two kid, three kids. Three and a half, two, and like six months. And the Why don't you put this on the podcast? The three and a half year old, I started it. The podcast? Yeah. Oh. oh the three okay. and a half year old, um, <laughs> when she went to bed, she was saying, ankle, ankle. And the mom was like, ankle, ankle, what are you talking about? And she goes, angle. And she goes, angel? She goes, yeah, angel, angel. And she goes, what do you mean, angel? She said, Lula. There's an angel behind Lula. And the mom was like, what? She's like, yeah, there's an angel behind Lula. And the mom goes, did you see the angel? She said, yeah. Did anyone else see the angel? No, but there's an angel. <laughs> How <Wow>. cool is that? <laughs> How old is this girl? Three and a half. Oh, wow. Saying she saw That's awesome. <laughs> an angel following Lula. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she is an angel. It scares you a little bit, too. Why? I don't know. Because <clears throat> if it's real, it's like, what if that means something's going to happen? Or maybe somebody's looking out for her. Right. Either or. Yeah. 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 But. I mean, that's not really something you can control. Yeah. So, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty sweet, too. <laughs> I mean, I got, like, shivers down my spine when she said that story last yeah. night. Ankle, ankle. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome in, and thanks, well, thanks. for doing it. Yeah, for uh, thanks everyone, for having me. For everybody listening, uh, my father, Jim Bauer, is sitting across from me. Um, born in what, nineteen sixty? Yes, nineteen sixty. Corpus Christi, Texas. Corpus Christi, Texas. <laughs> 
Christy, not crispy. Quite a bit, <laughs> quite a bit before uh, probably a lot of the listeners were born. Maybe not though, because there's probably there's a some, lot of other family that yeah, will listen. And yeah, there's some parents that listen, and um, so we hear that all the time from people like the Joneses or Tom Walden or that they were the, listening. That they listen, not yeah. to every podcast, but you know. Every once in a while, so you got you got a little bit of older following. It's not all just young. Oh, for sure, <laughs> and that's cool. Yeah. The demographic is like fifty-fifty men and women too. Okay. Which I can't see who's listening, but I can see like gender and where they're from and stuff. Okay. So it'll say Minnesota or USA or yeah. there's a couple people who listen from out of state or from out of the country. I'm assuming guys I played baseball with. Oh, okay. Um, Canadian okay. or Germany. I okay. think there was one German okay. who I played baseball with. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's a podcast for anybody. Right. Times were a lot different back in 1960. Yes. And they are now. <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, yeah, it was, telephone was about the only way to communicate that or a letter. When and was the telephone? Invented. Invented. The 50s? No, I think before that. Okay. <clears throat> but my grandparents that lived on the farm, they had a party line. So whenever the phone rang, it could have been a, a neighbor. Everybody had their individual ring, but you could <laughs> listen to people's conversations. No way. Yeah. Yeah. So you all had the same phone number? No, I, I think it was everybody had a different phone number, but all the all the rings came through all the phones, and everybody had a unique phone ring. So like there was what six different. So neighbors? the neighbor might have you know short, short, long, <laughs> and but you could pick it up and you could and actually you hear their conversation or butt in. To their conversation. So when you're five, six years old, you might be snooping on your Maybe. neighbors. <laughs> you were only in Corpus Christi for a couple years, weren't you? If that. Yeah, my year? dad was in the Navy. Right. Um, so it was a naval hospital, and so I was there probably less than a year, <clears throat> and then I moved back with my mom, and we lived with her parents for a while, and then my dad was when my dad was over in the uh, Pacific Ocean. And then when he came back, he was in California for a while, and we lived out there probably less than a year. And then I think he was only in the service for like two, two and a half years. Do you remember anything from nope. California or nope. Texas? Obviously not. No, nope. no. Nope. There's some pictures, uh, you know, that kind of stuff, but no, I don't remember. Something I've been thinking about a lot recently, and I've been asking people who come over to sauna, is what is your first memory like what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think as far back as you possibly could wow i would probably i'd probably go into school kindergarten uphill both ways barefoot <laughs> no i was a town kid then. <laughs> a town kid what do you mean i lived in town ah uh, so we lived the town in town of adrian town yeah, of how yeah. many people 1200 1200 yeah 1200 and I we lived about three blocks from the school mm. so we walked by ourselves or with neighbor kids 
you know, parents didn't walk us to school. Um, did all the kids at school call you? Huh? Did all the kids at school call you a townie? Because you lived in town uh, no. and you weren't on a farm? No, not really. That wasn't like a thing. Not a thing. Uh, no. no. Figured maybe those farm boys would have something to say about the kids in town. Maybe beat maybe up on you and give you a swirly. Older. Yeah. <laughs> but not, not, not <laughs> one or five. How many guys were, or how many people were in your class? Uh, my, uh, I graduated with about 78, okay. 75, to eight, 75 to 80 kids. Yeah. And that would have been 78. So you were in high school in the 70s. Yep. yep. What was what was that experience like? What was the what was the 70s <laughs> just in general? Uh, you know, like if you were to look back and describe it. Well, what do you remember from that time frame, you know, my family, we didn't travel very much. So we spent a lot of time <laughs> just in southern Minnesota. We once in a while. You guys went to South Dakota. Every once in a while, didn't you? Not much. Uh, I thought you guys went to the, um, what's it called? The Badlands. Didn't you guys oh, do a trip out there? Oh, we went on one vacation when we were like in, I was probably in sixth grade or something like that. Okay. We went to uh, uh, the Black Hills. Mm. But other than that, I mean, we just kind of hung out. Um, <clears throat> and Adrian, my dad worked. He probably worked six days a week. You know, he had a farming business, so he was always busy. We lived in town. We, you know, had a pretty, pretty normal life. Um, pretty normal life for a for, farm family. For, well, for a small town kid, you know, we right. got on our bikes every day. Uh, you know, we were fortunate when I was probably about six, seven years old. They opened a pool, so. We spent every day in the summer riding our bike down to the pool. We were there every single day. Is and it that same pool that's there? Yep. Huh. Same pool. I swam in that when I was a kid. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So um, it was pretty. And then, you know, we had sports. We had neighbors. We had, you know, we played baseball all the time in the summertime, football in the wintertime, our fall, basketball and the... So we wrestled. We did pretty much a little bit of everything. Wrestled each other? No, I actually was wrestled when I was in oh, elementary. Ah. Because you just knew that. Everybody I, did that. Yeah, but yeah. you quit pretty early, didn't you? Yeah, I wrestled. I mean, we actually had wrestling in, in Fayette. Huh. And we'd have a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's probably. <laughs> what did they just separate you boys versus girls? Yeah, so don't. the boys went on Monday and Wednesdays, the girls went on Tuesdays and Thursdays mm. and Fridays. It might have been a mix or something like that. So, yeah, we weren't wrestling the girls. No. <laughs> we wanted to, but we did. <laughs> we didn't do the boy champion versus the girl champion. Yeah. Some of those girls were pretty tough. I'm sure. And <laughs> girls usually hit puberty earlier than boys, so yeah. they probably could have whooped on yeah. you if you were yeah. six, seven years old. Yeah. And I was or I, even ten. I was a lightweight. Yeah. Growing up. Did I, you graduate high school at like one thirty five or something? Yeah, probably. About one twenty, one twenty five. One twenty. Yeah. I was probably five eight, five nine at that point. And then I, I actually, the summer going into college, I probably grew three, four inches. I was, I probably grew to about six foot, five, eleven, six foot. The summer before college? Yeah. 
going well, into college. Did you put on some weight too? A little bit, but not a lot. I mean, it, you know, you're still pretty active and, <clears throat> you know, um, so I didn't, I actually, by the time I was out of college, I probably weighed 155 pounds, you know, so. Still pretty light. Yeah. So you're pretty skinny still in pretty college. Pretty slim, and I never got in. I mean, I had some roommates or that were into weightlifting, but I never got into that. You were kind of a runner. I did more of the running, and I loved to. Play, I liked to play basketball. We we played a lot of racquetball in college, and you know, uh, we were pretty active. What was your fastest mile time? Uh, I feel like it's, isn't it pretty good? Isn't it like yeah. 5, 13 no, or something? No, it was, it was four, I, four I think it was 4.45. Yeah, that's crazy. And I only ran the mile one time that's a in really, my whole track career. That's a really fast mile, I feel like. Yeah. Did you uh, win the race no, or was it a... No. No? No. No, I bet you probably 4.15 or something won it, 4.20. Okay. Do you know what like I the placed. world record is? Huh? Do you know what the world record is? Uh, well, I remember, you know, the four-minute mile used to be a big deal. Okay. Um, so it's it's under four minutes, mm -hmm. um, but I don't know exactly what it is. Probably in the 350, maybe 348, three something like that. I That's mean, fast. super fast. Yeah. Super fast. It's crazy. I can't believe I ran 445. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I look, what I'm running now, I get on the treadmill now, and I'd have to run like 12 miles an hour <laughs> for, for four laps. It's right. like sprinting for four laps. For almost five minutes straight. Yeah. <laughs> it's like nuts. Yeah. So, but I, you know, I was a lot better shape. I was a lot lighter. And you're you young. Know, yeah. yeah. And you can yeah. push yourself yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. You can push your body. Yeah. Like now you wouldn't want to push your body that hard. You want to push your body still, but you don't want to push it that hard to where, right. you know, you injure yourself because as you grow older, you know, you're more susceptible to injury. Right. And it's right. good. I mean, you're in the gym a lot. You're in the gym yeah. three, four times a week. Uh, I typically go every day. Uh, five days five a week. Five days a week. I take the weekends off. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's so good for yeah. you. Yeah, my body feels it. I, you know, I, I get little aches and pains all the time. I've had a little shoulder issue the last month. I was, you know, when I'd get there, I'd warm up and I'd do push-ups every every morning, and I'd do like 20 push-ups when I was, and for some reason my shoulder started bothering me, and I don't know if it was from that or something else, but I just kind of said, okay, I need to cool it with the so I, I haven't done push-ups for a couple weeks but I still you know lift and you know I do the or you know I do the orange theory thing so it's kind of lifting rowing and running and biking or, your and shoulder probably hurts because of the all that BP you threw me growing up yeah it's my left one. <laughs> oh, it is yeah. you were pointing at your right one that's yeah, you're one. going like this it's this oh. one Oh, maybe right you were just, maybe you were going, yeah, Yeah, I mean, over. it's weird when you get old, just even reaching over to turn on a light, all of a sudden, you, you know, what the hell is that? It's so <laughs> on. And I feel like people even in like their 40s and late 30s start saying that. Yeah. Like your body just starts deteriorating. Yeah. 
that's why working out is important yeah that's why it's important that i mean it's crazy that you're in there five days a week there's yeah. probably not like the percentage of people 60 plus that are in the gym five days a week is probably smaller than you would think i would think yeah i would guess 10%. so percent i would guess so and five days a week might be overdoing it a little bit but probably not you know uh, you know i'm up and i figure i might as well do it and if i don't feel good i just don't go as hard mm -hmm. and if i feel good i'll go harder so um you know there's i go at six o'clock in the morning and there's probably 20 to 30 people there and i would guess uh, over half are probably 40 or older okay so and there's a number of guys my age and women my age that are there and a lot of them are there every day so maybe so, maybe my estimation was wrong yeah i don't know i don't know i think it's gotten to be a bigger deal as you know uh, medical people doctors will tell you you know to keep moving you, you know gotta. and people you know um you know you want to be able to enjoy your grandkids and your kids and do stuff with them that they want to do that is active like hiking and biking and that kind of stuff so playing baseball yeah i mean i can i can't do what i did when i was coaching you but i can still play catch and i can right. pitch to them and yeah you know i can do that kind of stuff but i can't like, you're not gonna throw. get down in your squat right, catch. right. i'm not gonna throw an hour of bp or whatever right. um but, you can leave that to me right right yeah. but it's you know so that's a real big motivating factor to me is just to keep active so my mind is good my body's good and you know so i can enjoy my kids and my grandkids yeah. until hopefully i'm in my 80s 90s you know so yeah um it's yeah. good 80s 90s is that what your life expectancy is i have no idea <laughs> how often do you think about that not very often not very often that's good i think you uh, right? i think I think what maybe when I read, you know, I have more time yeah. to think about it. I'll think about it more, but I don't really think about it that much yeah. at all. You're so busy still. Like yeah. you're still working full time. Yeah. Yeah. Until what, 2025? Uh, yes. Can you put a date? Yep. Like, is it April 2025? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I turned 65. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what <clears throat> most people do, right? Yep. It's the kind of the goal is to get to 65 and then be done yeah yeah and you know if you really enjoy what you're doing I, you know a lot of people work 67 68 70 years old but um you know i know you know we'd like to do some traveling um you know abroad again and we'd like to do it when we're still able to move around and stuff so you know i think 65 is a good age we you know we'll have our medical covered through the government and stuff so um seems like a good time yeah fantastic time yeah yeah i mean you go over to europe maybe once a year or go over to like what places do you want to see do you know do you have like a list australia do you want to go to africa uh you know yeah, not re you know we re really haven't talked about it. We talked more about going back to Europe. There's, <clears throat> we'd like to go back to Italy, 
Portugal. We haven't been to Portugal. Yeah, I've, I've loved Portugal's to go to Spain. Amazing. I've never been to Britain. Or haven't you been to Spain to see Megan? Sp- yeah, I w- oh, we went to Spain. Yeah, uh, Didi and I did. No, okay. I, I didn't go when Megan was over there. Okay, Didi did, but I did not. But we did a two-week trip. We started in Germany, did Oktoberfest, and then did uh, so five days, four or five days in Germany. And then we went to Spain and spent like seven eight days in in spain and that was fabulous um so england ireland i mean there's a lot of places we'd like to see mostly europe iceland Uh, i wouldn't mind going to south america a little bit you know maybe brazil or um go to colombia machu 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 picchu yeah that'd be sweet and then chile um you might be right maybe i'm wrong yeah, um, and then we've talked about Thailand. We liked. Uh, we've been to Hawaii once. We'd like to go back there. So there's there's plenty of places to visit. And there's plenty of places to visit in the U.S. too. Yeah, that uh, we haven't been to. So, do you think you'll just spend? I mean, most of your time traveling when you guys retire? Oh no, I, you no. know I think we. So we've talked about. Try you know doing a month someplace, going to Europe yeah. for a month, right. and just kind of you that know every absorbing like three the months culture. or something. Huh? Do that every three months? Yeah, I don't think we do it that often. I mean, I think we, you know, if we did it once a year, ah, uh, okay, maybe. Right. And then, and then and you'll then travel to other stuff. Yeah, because yeah. you'll still go to Colorado to see Andy. We'll go right. to Florida every year. Right, right. We've got friends that, you know, I think we'll start traveling with a little bit more. And, um, you know, especially in the wintertime, I could see us spending a month to two months in a warmer climate, whether yeah. it's Florida or Arizona. or. It's so, so important to keep friends until you're, you know, until you're old and older and older and older, right? <laughs> like because yeah. you have to be do stuff with right. people. Right. I mean, when I when we were in Colorado and I asked you and mom what's the what's the secret to marriage, I think mom said was to separate and to like have your own friends and stuff that you hang out with. Yeah. Um and I mean, because your kids get so busy, right? Right. And like right. as much as you want to be around your kids all the time. They got a lot. They got a life of their own, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, right. And it's. I mean, you guys don't want to just be. I mean, you could, but you probably just don't want it to be you two all the time because you run out of things to talk about. Right. Right. Oh yeah, we've probably run out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about politics a lot. We talk about our kids a lot. Our grandkids. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, we we've got a nice, you know, I I've, I've got some guys that I play golf with, uh, cribbage, we started playing pickleball and so I feel like we both have a, you know, good friend group and we can mix and mingle, you know. Right. Um so <clears throat> we feel pretty comfortable going into retirement and we'd like to do some of that traveling with some friends, you know, whether it's just in the states or going to visit them or or, you know, um, so we'll see that, that, uh, I think, I think we'll, I think we'll keep pretty busy for a while. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. men, we need that testosterone with us sometimes, you know, you get too much of, 
your wife or whatever, it's it can, it can be a little <laughs> bit too much sometimes. I don't know how much that changes when you've been married for forty years. Oh, but I think you still have been married it. for I think, three you know, years. And... You know, we, uh, you know, when, even when we get together with our friends. Um, a lot of times, you know, the girls will be inside cooking, the guys will be out playing bags. Or, right. And there's that little competition <laughs> going back and forth. Because um, that's what you, guys like to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it gets, you know, sometimes it gets a little more intense than you expect it to be, whether it's on the golf course or on the pickleball court or whatever. But it's it's fun. It, and, you know, I, I like that. I like that competition. So. That could partially be you, I was going to say. Could You're kind be. of the master yeah. of competition. I've, I've got, uh, you know, my family has a reputation of being pretty competitive. <laughs> well, I think you, more within the family than outside the family. Absolutely. I mean, so. when you grow up with all brothers, yeah, that's kind of how it works. Yeah. And you're the oldest. Right. So you, you kind of led the pack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's four, five years between four of us. Yeah, you that's know, crazy. And three of us in a row. You Your know. parents just didn't stop. They just right. pumped you all you guys out quick. Right. And that was fairly common Yeah. back in those days. There wasn't, like, you know, there wasn't the Internet or any of that kind of stuff. So, you know, you, there's three stations, so what else are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm Pump sure there's. I'm sure out. there's. Yeah, there's probably still a lot to do. Although we are spending a lot of times on our, a lot of time on our cell phones, and even people your guys' age, boomers, everyone's spending time on their cell oh, phones. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, you walk into a coffee shop, that's all you see is people looking down. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole reason that I got that second line. Yeah. Is so that I'm not that person. Right. I can take pictures. I can do my GPS. Right. And I have emergency if people need to call me. Yeah. But. Likely yeah. people won't. I don't like to bring it out in public places. I mean, when I'm in... It's distracting. It is. And usually if I have it with me, I'll put it, you know, down, face down so I can't see it. Or I'll put it in a pocket. Yeah. And even if it buzzes, I don't look at it. Yeah. But, you know, I think when you're you out try not in to. a social environment, you should really be spending the time with the people you're with. And Absolutely. talking and conversing and, and not looking at your phone and you know I you know when the first when the phones came out I remember a number of times when you had friends over or Megan would have friends over and you'd all be down in the basement and you know you wouldn't be saying a word and you'd be on your just phone texting, just, no. you know I don't know if you're texting each other or if you're texting probably other people not texting each other but <laughs> probably texting other people. <laughs> But, as, I mean, at that age, too, it's just continuous dopamine rushes, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's just yeah, constant I, communication, yeah. and you're talking to, like, when you're 12, 13 years old, you're talking to girls and people right. of the opposite gender, right. and it's like, it's, yeah, it's a little too much. We have yeah. access to too much information, yeah. and especially young kids, like, you think about all the kids who have cell phones at that age and what you see on Instagram. That was weird. We have like a little power outage. Um, but like what Dinner you see. Dinner might be um, ready. Maybe yeah, that's the Maybe that was the, the flash. Um, like, well, I think it's, I'm glad that I did my parenting when I did because I think you were probably what, 14, 15 when you had your first phone. Yeah. And I was later than most kids, which yeah. I probably gave you a bunch of grief about. Yeah. Yeah, and 
you know, I can't imagine now you're seeing kids at eight, nine, ten years old with phones and pads and they're constantly watching something. It's not necessarily the TV, but on an iPad or, a, you know, so, <clears throat> you know, you guys, I mean, we kicked you outside and made you go play. <laughs> It's good. <laughs> Went to the park and, you know, visit neighbors and ride your bike and, you know, you still, you know, we didn't really walk you to school in the morning. You rode your bike to school or walked to school every morning. You went with the neighborhood kids, but now it's, you know, it seems like parents take their kids to school, drop them off, pick them up, you know. They Give just, them the iPad. Yeah. And yeah. then do what they have to do around yeah. the house. Yeah. It's, you hope that's not going as much that's not going on as much as you know you anticipated or what you think about right yeah that's part of that you have that to i think play. in this in a bigger community there's a lot of people around and i just see a yeah. you know a kid out there all by himself you never know what's going to happen i mean when <clears throat> growing up in adrian you know we'd get on our bike in the morning and we might come home for lunch or we'd find somebody to feed us at and lunchtime you, and then we'd be home for dinner. Right. That was kind of, and it was hit or mess. And we didn't like call and tell them where we were at. We <laughs> just went, you know, we were either at the school, the playground, we were at the pool, you know, there was all kinds of places we would go. And you um, were looking out for each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a lot of creepazoids out there that freak you out. Right. And there's a lot of like horror stories that now we have access to all that information and like so rapidly right. that it, you know, we get freaked out. Yep. It's probably still a really small percentage of people that are creeps and doing yeah. stuff that they shouldn't do with Definitely. kids. But, you know, you see it now. Right. And it, it freaks you out. Like anytime you go to a grocery store, it's like your laser is on your kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. so. It's so, you know, kids, and Wrigley is very busy. Oh, he kid. doesn't stop. And to take him to a shopping center or something, it's like, I mean, you got to keep your eye on him 100%. That's because why we didn't go to the hockey game like the other that. weekend. Yeah. Because, yeah, like he's that. just gone like that. Yeah. And he, if you yell for him, he doesn't say anything. Yeah. He'll, he'll sit there when he's, like, scared, and he'll just, like, look around. Right. And you'll say, Wrigley, Wrigley, Wrigley. And he just will sit there. Yeah. And, like, I've talked to him when we were going to the state fair. Like, when we were on the way, I was like, if I say, where are you, what do you say? I'm right here. I'm right here. Yeah. And we, like, practiced and practiced and practiced. But yeah, it's tough to get yeah. kids to listen to yeah. you. <laughs> He's too. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of distractions. There's still. Especially at the state fair. Yeah. True. I mean. So. Do kids listen to their parents as they get older? Uh, well, I did think we it listen? depends on the kids. We're, like, did we listen to you? Yeah, I you think so, like for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like you were pretty well behaved, and we kind of knew what you were doing. I, yeah. I didn't worry. I think it got, I mean, you know, obviously we found out later you were doing some stuff in high school that we never knew about, but both all, all three of our kids but you know that was probably just a little being naive on our part but uh, y'all made it through and no worse for the wear and sometimes being naive is not the worst thing in the world in right. certain situations right because right? you can overreact on certain things and think 
you know, if you're not informed on <clears throat> the effects of something, then, yeah, you know, that's right. just, it can come out of you. Right. Right. But, well, yeah. your kids have to grow up. They have to be able to make decisions. You know, Absolutely. we don't want to make every decision for you. And, yeah. you know, if you have, if you're away from your parents, you've got to make decisions, right? You can't call them up. We didn't have cell phones. You can't call them up, mom, dad, you know, you kind of, so you got to trust them to make good decisions. Everybody makes bad decisions, but hopefully you just don't get hurt by them. So hopefully you don't make the same bad decision yeah, twice. Right. Right. Because, and I mean, in some instances you do. I mean, I look back, I got, you know, in trouble drinking underage a couple different times. Made the same mistake twice. Yeah. <laughs> but that's tough because it was, I was in college. One of them was when I was going, when was that first one? In St. Cloud. Yeah. Was that in, that was my senior year, uh -huh. right? Yeah. Yeah. And you guys were trying to get me to stay or like come home with you guys. Right. And I didn't. Right. And well, you then, had plans. We didn't, didn't know have, you had plans, but you had plans. I, <clears throat> I think you had plans. Didn't have plans. My plan was... Well, Beth was up there. Right. I had known Beth was up there, but I, I didn't call and, Beth before and, was, and say, hey, do you want to hang out? One of your friends out? from high school was Carl up there. is who I stayed with. Yeah, but there was a uh, what was that girl that um, lives in our neighborhood. Um, she was that goalie. A hockey goalie. Oh, Taylor. Yeah, she was, she was up, up there. I think she was up there. She was, I think, in the vehicle as well. Was she? I thought I so. totally forgot. I think you're right. I, I totally so. forgot. So about I think that. there was some planning going on during the week that you're going to be up there. But yeah, yeah we. Um, I don't remember the planning, but yeah, you know, you know St. Cloud was a pretty popular spot for a lot of Maple Grove people to yeah, go. Yeah. And like a lot of people got their first taste of college at St. Cloud. Right. Right. Because it was 40 minutes away. Right. There was a lot of people in the class of like 2008 to 2010 who went up there from yep. Maple Grove. Yep. So a lot of older brothers and older siblings sure. from Maple Grove were yeah. up there. So yeah. that's where a lot of most people that I went to high school with yeah. got their first college experience yeah. was at St. Cloud. Right. Right. If, and if you would have stayed with, you know, the team like you're supposed to. You, you would have been fine. I wouldn't have gotten in trouble. Right. Right. But you would have drank, but you right. wouldn't have got. Because all those guys up. still did. Yeah. Well, Olgahowski was there with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Reese Gregory was there yeah. with me. Yeah. And all those guys. Like, yeah. They just stayed at an apartment and they were probably right. a little bit more cautious. Right. Than we were. Which. Right. You don't know what you don't. You haven't experienced. I had no idea what to expect. I was just excited to be in college for a night. Right. I wasn't expecting <clears throat> to get in trouble. I just no. figured, like, no. cops don't care. You're in college, right? But, you know, when you're in the backseat of the car and you pass a cop going into oncoming traffic, then you're yeah. kind of doomed. <laughs> Which was... I still can't believe that. Like, what a, what a way to get in trouble. Right. We had seven people in a five-person car, and we passed a cop. And we went into oncoming traffic, passed a cop, and that's how, that's how it happened. And I remember being in the back of the car and uh, Carl tapping me, run, 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 open the door and run. And I was just freaking out, so I didn't. <laughs> but did, he didn't. He didn't either. No, nobody he got did. in trouble. Yeah, okay. nobody did. Yeah. But he was like, go, go, go. Right. Yeah. Right. But then if I do that, 
like how quickly are the people that we're with going to give up my name? Oh yeah. You know? Right. Where are you going to go? And then they're going to find me the ne- and yeah. then they're going to they're yeah. going to trace it all back and right. you're going to get caught and right. you're going to be in more trouble. Right. So. Right. I'm glad I didn't run. Yeah. Probably not yeah. good. And you don't want to get decked by a cop. Right. <laughs> Makes the situation a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> when you look back on your um on your life, do you like do what what sticks out to you? Uh, like all the experiences that you have. Like, is it coaching baseball? Is it your first job? Is it just spending time with your kids? Is it? You know, I think, you know, as an adult, you you just kind of live your life, and you know, you you work, and you you know, your your goal is once you have you get married and have kids, is you want to provide for your family. You want to have, you know, you want to enjoy your family. You know, uh, you know, things that stick out, obviously, are marriage. You know, getting married, that, that, was, that was a pretty exciting moment in life. Graduating from college, moving up to the cities, you know, kind of being on your own for the first time. And, and <clears throat> so... Uh, having your first child and then having the other child your first home. I mean, it just, you know, I don't really look at my life as, you know, oh, this is something that... Like a staple point. Yeah. yeah it's just yeah, like a lot of things You just kind of live in your life and, you right. know, um, and just try and, you know, like I said, provide and Take it enjoy and be a good person and, right. you know... Um, and, you know, I think it's, it's worked out pretty well. So, I mean, we've done a lot of cool stuff. Um, having the kit, you guys has been awesome. You know, having, uh, I, I, kids. having the kids has been great. Uh, you know, I, we weren't too I, much of a burden on you. No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, I did a lot of coaching. I coached all of you, uh, and enjoyed all of it some at different levels but you know it was fun uh we had some challenges you know with some of the kids but uh you know we worked through it they all, all graduated the kids, from you high school. challenges with yeah, yeah right yeah Every yeah some more than you, others and some challenges and... are different some are you know some were you know school related some were you know social related that right. kind of stuff so i mean yeah it's um so, you know, when you think of significant events, you think of all the stuff that, you know, marriage, kids, and, you know, that kind of stuff. You Move, like, changing jobs. You ever, um, like, experienced a miracle that you would consider a miracle? Besides, like, maybe finding mom or having your first kid? Uh, Which is, you know, finding your wife is kind of a miracle. I don't, I don't know about miracle, but I think I've been a pretty lucky person. And... Know? In like what ways? Just like when you do raffles, you always win stuff. No, no, just you know having, you know finding people that you enjoy being around, being lucky, you know, and having relationships for a long time. You know, my college roommate, we still get together. Right. You know, still are good friends. Uh, you know, my the Shemans and yeah. Um, you know, people that you have long term. So you know, you lucky at you know I've I've been. Uh, I've always enjoyed my jobs, uh, other than probably uh, probably one job I really didn't enjoy that much. What was that? But, 
Oh, I uh, when I got out of retail, I worked for a credit card company. I remember that. And the sales part of it, and it was all cold calling, and it just was not. not I totally. Pretty. You did that from home. I did that from home. You did that for a while. I did that for probably about a year, and then I was going to quit and start looking, and then they they uh, actually had a uh, they developed a service part of uh, that would support the salespeople. Mm. So uh, you weren't I was doing one the of installs them. anymore and showing them how to get it right going. Right. right, I was doing training and I yeah. was installing terminals and if something would go down they'd call me and I'd go fix them or I'd bring them a, a loaner one or so it was more of a service part of it and I enjoyed that and I you know I stayed with that company you're you know, there a long time yeah probably 10, 10 years. years yeah yeah I'd yeah. say that's a long time yeah yeah it's longer than I've been at CH Robinson and I feel like I've been there for a long time right but right. yeah yeah how many different jobs have you had? You worked in, you were selling suits for a while. Yeah, I, I worked in retail uh, for... Neiman Marcus? Well, I started at a place called Lancer. Uh, and then right was college. it Neiman Marcus? And no, then, then I worked at Dayton's. Okay. Which then was Marshall Fields. Uh. And then was Macy's. And then I worked at Neiman Marcus. Huh. And then I got out of the retail business and... Started with Heartland and then got laid off at Heartland and got my current job. Mm. Just had my 10-year anniversary there. So I've essentially, I've worked for one, two, three, four, five different companies in my career. In your 40-year career? 45-year yeah, I mean, career? 23 to yeah, five 40, 40 years. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's not that many. It's not. No. Like, I know some people who have jumped three or four jobs already. Right. Well, and we're only yeah. six years removed, seven right. years removed from college. Right. So it's a little bit of a different time. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I feel like back when you were 22 or 23, people were really fortunate to have a job and, like, really, you know, grateful to have a job. Now right. it's like... You get a job, and then you're like, oh, well, I'm just going to leverage this job for more money Right. the next job. Yeah. Because well, now that I got was, this one, uh, I can get another one. It was difficult to get a job. Uh, it was, you know, interest rates were high. Um, you know, there was no tech world jobs. It was, you know. Faxing. <laughs> yeah, it was business or <laughs> teaching or labor or, right. you know, something like that. So... You know, I, I had a teaching degree, and, you know, they were laying off teachers at the time. I probably could have gotten a job at a smaller community, mm -hmm. but Dee Dee was, she had just gotten her business degree. She had gotten a job up in the city, so um, working for a place called County Seat. She was in retail as well, and so we moved up, lived with Scott and Jess for a while, and probably about a month, month and a half, and I got a job at a Lancer store. I was going to student or sub-teach, but I got a job, full-time job. So that was just the end of your teaching career, was once yeah, you got a job yeah, in retail. Yep, yep. I was, mean, it, and it, it's, I know, I know. Um, did you feel like teaching was a passion? 
No. Or did you feel like no, it was kind I, of just something that you got your degree in? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was something I got my degree in for yeah. sure. And, you know, I, I, I had really, I had student taught and it went okay, but it wasn't like, oh, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And, you know, probably part of the reason I got into teaching was I, I did enjoy coaching and I did yeah. that, you know, at a young age. Um, you know, right out of high school, I started doing summer rec programs and coaching Little League and Teener League. And, you know, when I was 19 years old, I was coaching Legion Baseball back in my hometown. So I did. I enjoyed that part of it. Mm -hmm. um, so I always thought, well, you know, teaching and then I could coach. And um, But I got a job in retail and that was, and I liked it. And it was in a, like a management training position, and I moved up fairly quickly. Not that that was a big deal, because right. there's a lot of turnover in retail. So within probably six months, I was an assistant manager. Probably within nine months, I was a manager of a store. And, and you still got to coach. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you coached Andy in basketball. You coached yeah. Megan in soccer, and you coached me in baseball. Yep. Yeah. And you coached me all the way until I was in high school. I mean, yeah. you even assisted on the Junior Legion team. Yeah. Yeah, I was more the scorekeeper there. I kind of the scorekeeper. <laughs> but you, I mean, when Darby got kicked out of that game yeah. in St. Cloud, you were yeah. at third base giving signs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember. No, that was fun. That I, I, I enjoyed, uh, you know, that was probably the funnest of the sports because that's the you know and we were I so good baseball yeah, yeah we were so good yeah we had a lot of talent on our right. young team and we had a good group of parents and oh yeah the coaches were great you know the expectations were high but we had fun right um you know we always talked about making practice fun so you'd want to come back and i think we accomplished that uh, you know i think out of the majority of those kids played college baseball somewhere. Yeah, like 90% of yeah. us or something. Yeah, so, you know, I felt like we did a pretty good job. I'd say that's a really big accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty incredible. And it was a lot of fun. And we did a lot of nice travel, you know. We got to go yeah. to Omaha a couple times, you know. Never been to the College World Series, and that was really cool. We went to Steamboat. And that's uh, a big part for development, like playing kids yeah. from different states because you see how good people are right. in other places because right. you get so consumed in your bubble yeah. in minnesota yeah. and then you play a team from texas and you get smoked and kids right. are throwing 10 miles or, an hour harder or you compete with them or you compete with them and or you learn like, wow, to compete yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and we did compete with them absolutely I remember, didn't we got second or third in that omaha yeah tournament mm -hmm. Did we get third one year and then second the next or something? I think we, yeah, second one year and then I think uh, third because uh, we automatically qualified for like a national tournament. That, right, and that, then it got canceled in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I don't remember how we did in Colorado. I remember a couple home runs were hit, though, because of the We did air. okay. I mean, I think... Um, Colorado's a whole different environment for it, sports in it, general. Yeah, you know, I think there was probably 60 teams there, and I think we finished in the top 15. Okay. Uh, we were pretty competitive there. Yeah. We just kind of, I think, ran out of juice towards the end. I mean, we had 12 players, and, and, and not that everybody else had a lot of roster, but they, they, it just, 
That's a lot of baseball in a short amount of time. You're playing at least one game every day, no days off. Oh, it's more than one game. And, and a lot of days we had two games. Yeah. You know, and so and you you can only pitch so many innings. Not that there was a pitch count restriction, but there was an innings restriction. Yeah, like three that, or four innings a game or yeah, something. Yeah, well, I think it was more like you could only pitch so many innings in the tournament. Ah. And then, so okay. we had to manage that. And, yeah. Um, but it was fun. We had a great time out there. And I remember we, we played a California team and we kicked their butt. And right. then we played the... I don't know if you remember playing that Texas team. I think they were from Houston. I totally remember. And the fans had rocks and cans, and they were shaking them. That was a crazy game. That was a crazy game. They hit a couple home runs that game, didn't they? That that was the team with that boomer boomer kid that ended up playing at, like, TCU. Uh, I don't think so. Their Their coach got kicked out of the game. I don't know if you remember that he spit at the umpire oh yeah i do remember that that was in colorado right in colorado yes and we ended a woman umpire yeah yeah i totally remember that he ended up out in center center field field with binoculars (laughs) (laughs) that was nuts and i think we lost that game in extra innings by the the rule where you put a guy at second base the california rule yeah the california rule yeah i remember uh i think Mike Collins and uh, Jeff Ruprecht might have been nursing a little bit of a hangover that day, too. That was the like first day. Some, was that the that first day? That was the first yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> I think all the parents had a lot of fun on those trips. Yeah, we had a good time. We mm-hmm. had a really good time. It was a good group of people. Good group of sure. kids, too. Yeah. I mean, a lot of yeah. those kids I'm still really good friends with. Yeah, yeah. Was Logan Hershey was just over here this last week, sonoing with me. Yeah. And, I mean, he's been my friend since preschool. Right. That's right. a kid that we used to... You know, beat up on each other. I remember going to the the hockey rink when it was just grass in the summertime, and I remember you just hitting us, and we would just truck each other to try and get each other out of the way, and we were diving at balls to try and get them. It was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you were always. I mean, what a blessing it was to have baseball be a part of my life, um, and still is. And I mean, one of the. You know, I started obviously selling the Bauer Hour sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know if you saw my Instagram post, but one of the things that I came up with was that I want to reward the people that first kind of support me, right? Yep. And I came up with this actually before. Like, I bought the gift, and then I came up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, you were one of the first people to buy the sweatshirts. Um, You paid for my college. You (laughs) paid for my entire life growing up, which was not something that you needed to do. Um, As a a parent, you do. I know, but you do. And you want to be able to do that. And that's part of, you know, your responsibility as a parent is to, you know, help your kids get to that point in their life where they can take care of themselves. And you know, we feel really fortunate that we were able to help you, because not a lot of parent, not not a lot of parents can. And you know, as you can see with the college debt that a lot of kids have, it it cripples them for a long time, or it can. You know, it can it really changes their life. So if you can walk out of school with no debt, oh, get a job a right advantage. away, you got a huge, huge advantage. advantage. So. And you guys worked hard in college. We always, 
You know, if you weren't doing sports, we always expected you to work. And yeah. Megan worked, and Andy worked. Um, I worked at the warming house. You didn't work much. <laughs> I worked at the but you were always there. busy. You, yeah. you know, you were always playing sports at a pretty high level and hockey and 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 um, and we always knew that you appreciated what we did for you. Uh, you know, so. And you I know. still do, and that's you know kind of why I'm getting a little choked up here and stuttering <laughs> and whatnot. Um, I still do appreciate everything that you do and have done for me. Um, I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. Like all the things that I've learned through baseball and through you coaching me. Um, so I got your gift, um, and <laughs> the cool thing about this gift is that there's intention behind the gift and there's it's going to be a gift that continues to be passed down i hope you know throughout our family yeah um kind of i guess the origination is just our relationship being baseball mm-hmm. um well, hopefully it's more than that well but yeah it's, it's not, a big part of it it's but, a big part yeah. of it it's just yeah. a symbol yeah. right yeah no we both enjoyed that's it what and, we both enjoyed it's yeah. what we both still do we still yeah. go to twins games together it's yeah. something that we still bond over yeah. um but it's really like a i guess it symbolizes kind of a father-son bond and um yeah i guess i'll just go get it okay <laughs> and you want me to open it here yeah because during the, cool, the podcast yeah because the really cool thing about this is that generations down the road will be able to listen to this and we'll be able to see um, where the origin of this gift came from wow this is exciting i didn't expect this at all yeah so i bought it <laughs> and i was like what am i going to do with this and how am i going to go about this and you know on the podcast, I just I do want to give back in whatever way I can to the people who have always supported me. Ooh, limited edition Hank Aaron. Wow. Well, you don't need to rip it open. Huh? You're gonna want to keep that box right, and everything right, intact. Right. It'll just slide off. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> the way that you open it. Oh, a watch. This so is I have the same? same one. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you and so much. Red, white, and blue. Twins colors. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a Hank Aaron watch. I, I don't exactly know if you're a fan of Hank Aaron. Um, but you know, oh, he it's wasn't kind of around my favorite baseball. player growing up, but I certainly knew of him and I, I liked him. And everybody kind of knows who he is, yeah, right? Hammer yeah. and Hank. Yeah, yeah. I uh, actually was watching him when he hit his seven hundred. I was watching the game when he hit his seven hundred fifteen. Really? Run. So there's only there's twenty two hundred ninety seven of these made. Really? Um, yeah. So it's like. Uh, it's a very niche watch, right? Uh-huh. Um, it's an automatic, so it won't, like, you don't have to put a battery in it. You just have to reset it yep. on you yep. if you don't wear it for 40 hours. Yep. Um, and it's got, like, uh, if you take this off, I'll let you take it off, but it's got, like, his an engrave of him batting. Um, and, you know, it was kind of like, 
it just all made sense. Yeah. I went to the store called Watches of Switzerland. I knew of the watch before because actually Tanner Ruprecht had uh, told me about it. And then okay. I went to uh, this store called Watches of Switzerland. It was there. And I was already planning on getting this for you. I just, you know. So did you buy it local? I saw it and then I bought it. Oh, yeah, yeah that's really cool. And then I ordered one from myself online. Awesome. Thank you so much. That's yeah. really well, thank you. Really thoughtful of you to do that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, I don't have a whole lot else. That's kind of how I wanted to end it. Um, well, thanks thank for you. having me. Yeah, absolutely. I thanks for coming it. on. And, you know, it's it's been fun to listen to you um, do your podcasts and, you know, when you first started, some of them were a little rough and long, <laughs> but it, they definitely have gotten so much better. Yeah, some and of them still are a little bit, but that's yeah, all right. But we're learning. It, yeah. yeah, and it's and I I love the fact that you are just people you know that are you know normal people living their lives, and you know they might have something special they did, you know or. You might have got in trouble, you know, yeah. when they talk about it. And they're willing to come on to your podcast and talk about it. And, yeah. you know, that says a lot about you, I think, that, you know, they trust you right. to do the right thing. And if something would happen where not, you can't, can't, you know, I don't want that out, you won't put it out there. Right. You know, they trust you to do the yeah. right thing. So it's been really cool and i'm glad you asked me i was wondering when you were going to get some older people <laughs> well hopefully but. now i'll have some more older people reaching out to me saying they want to come on because i've realized that the people who like reach out and say that they want to come on are usually the most fun to come on because they're like excited to be here right. they got a really they right. got a story that they definitely want to tell right, right. um yeah. but i mean yeah it's been a fun experience yeah. and we're going to keep it rolling We're and good. hopefully I can give, you know, give back more to first edition owners. And if not, uh, I'm going to donate whatever, you know, I make, um, from this for the foreseeable future to different charities or help around the community awesome. or whatever it is. But that's, you know, that's great. I don't necessarily need the money from the sweatshirts, right. but I want to do something cool with yeah. it and I want to yeah. continue to grow this thing and make right. it actually into right. something. Yeah. So thanks for being well, part of it. Yep. Congratulations. That's awesome. And thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. It's really, uh, really nice. Nice, thoughtful gift. Thanks. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Love you all. <laughs>
cowboy boots and camo pants Yeah, we're just alike, hey, ain't we that? I wanna do everything you do So I've been watching Got back home and I went to the barn I bowed my head and I prayed real hard Said, Lord, please help me help my stupid self The next side of bedtime later that night Turning on my son's Scooby-Doo night light He crawled out of bed and he got down on his knees Closed his little eyes, folded his little hands Spoke to God like he was talking to a friend And I said, son, now where'd you learn to pray like that? He said, I've been watching you, Dad, ain't that cool? I'm your buckaroo, I wanna be like you And eat all my food and grow as tall And holding mama's hand Yeah, we're just alike Hey, ain't we bad? I wanna do everything you do So I've been watching you With tears in my eyes I wrapped him in a hook Said my little bear is growing up And he said, but when I'm big I'll still know what to do I've been watching you, Dad, ain't that cool? I'm your buckaroo, I wanna be like you And eat all my food and grow as tall as you are By then 